just happened? I knocked over my can of uh, Aha uh, Sparkling Water, and I wish they were a sponsor. Um, Don't say their name. They're not sponsoring. <laughs> I wish they were a sponsor. Um, oh, yeah. Well, it's empty. It doesn't you want to hear your name again? No. You know where ah. uh, So tasty. Anyway. Uh, that's what that noise was and then i knocked it over and then Normal. i was like no and then there was nothing in it and so it was relief that there was nothing in the can but also disappointment that there was nothing in the can because i wanted to drink it if there was anyway that's it that's the end. i just feel like you just broke down your decision as an actor of why you responded <laughs> that dramatically uh-huh. to an empty can being knocked over but thank yes. you i do the same shit all okay. the fucking time. I, <laughs> I'm glad to know I'm not alone. It's uh, I'm conditioned to do it. Like, you know. That's, mm, that's on trauma, huh? That's on trauma from theater, that's baby. That's on trauma. Mm. Ayo. Uh, welcome to the Peony, everybody. I'm Lex. And I'm Julia. This episode brought to you by trauma, not aha water. <laughs> but what if it was both? <laughs> Oh, I would love that. Uh, me too. I would love that. So 100%. that way the AHA water sponsorship could pay for the trauma or pay for the therapy for the trauma. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. If anybody has a yeah. connection to AHA water, <laughs> let them know I'm a fan. I've never had AHA water. Oh my God. It's no so it good. You you like sparkling water, right? Yes. Okay. I uh, will go to war for AHA over LaCroix. Like, it's so much better. Um, well, I mean, I'm not surprised. LaCroix ain't shit. I said it. I fucking said there it. There you go. Um, but they have a blueberry pomegranate flavor that is so good. Huh. There's a watermelon lime. Delicious. We're a bubbly family. <laughs> We're a bubbly family. <laughs> Literally or just, you know. The bubbly brand. Ah. I... Ooh, mm. this is what are we ta- why are we talking about water in our <laughs> intro i don't because we talked about everything else off air we we got all of <laughs> we, the juicy shit we talked about lenny kravitz uh-huh. we talked about hugh jackman we talked about obviously adam sandler we talked about like david Tennant. so many different things so many pop culture references so many i don't know about different things, things. To we watch were really listen just to. talking about like celebrities that we find attractive that are over the age of 45 like that <laughs> actually yeah that That's sums it up pretty well summarized. it was like here are the list of men that we talked about for 45 minutes um did we leave any out uh, Idris Elba, but that's like obvious. It's obviously. Oh, I mean, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's other stuff in there too, but we kept circling back to like attractive Adam older Sandler. men. And you, Adam Sandler in particular. <laughs> oh, we had a conversation about the spider outside of my window that oh, might try right. to eat me one day. Yes. The mutant spider. Or tricks on how to get it to go away. That would be great. <sighs> I'm telling you, hairspray and a lighter. I there's so many reasons that may why not can't. actually work. I'm also in an old building that might be highly flammable. There's a lot. That's true. Of Don't do that. Concerns. Yeah. Also, that's like a very like alien approach, like the movie Alien approach, like the fucking flamethrowers <laughs> for a spider. Supporting Weaver. If I could be anybody, I mean, 
Wow. Sigourney during the Ghostbusters era <gasps> or the Alien era? <laughs> Both. There it is. Why would you I make will me tell choose? you. She, also, I think they're very she close is, together. Anyway. They are. She is that woman that whenever she shows up mm-hmm. and does it, she's done so many fucking cameos mm-hmm. or played so many roles where it's like she's the villain and it's not revealed until the end. And it's like, no, no. I know that's Sigourney. I would know that voice anywhere. Yeah. And she just, like, shows up looking fabulous, being like, this is what you need to do. And then, like, what? Yeah. Uh, Also, have you seen, speaking of... Okay, I may need to change my answer. What? Oh, (laughs) you're changing your answer to Sigourney Weaver? (laughs) Yes. From Adam Sandler, of who I aspire (laughs) to be in my life. That's a good... uh, It's also a great goal. I mean, fuck yeah. yeah. She's wonderful. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is another one too. For me. <gasps> Stop I think it. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. Love her. She just has consistently been incredible. Yeah. And she's so like funny. Mm-hmm. Correct. In like such a savage way. I know. And you know her and Celine Dion <laughs> should be in a room together just roasting people. Just people watching, roasting people. I would pay money to watch that. That would be great. 100%. 100%. Yeah. You know who else we could aspire to be like? Our guest, Nikki Frias. Uh, Ladies and gents and all of you wonderful folks out there listening, we have Nikki back on the show talking about her book, Does This Divorce Make Me Look Fat? Um, which is, and I'm so happy she yes. came in, in in a stationary place. She was sitting in a seat <laughs> in her home. She wasn't in a moving car, speeding through Baltimore. Um, yeah, and as far so as we know, just, she won't be going to Baltimore anytime soon. So we don't have to worry right. about that either. So congratulations, Nikki. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've got Nikki back on the show. Um, her book dropped uh, in January. It is sort of a self-help guide, but um, the the whole thing is like how to work through the bullshit, um, how to let go of the pain and the trauma that you've gone through uh, for her specifically around divorce. So she talks about her story and it's written, I mean, it's written by her, but she's so good at capturing her own voice. I think there are a lot of writers who maybe can write well, but they can't write the way that they speak. So they, they, you like lose that flavor of who they are. Mm-hmm. Not with Nikki. Um, you can get the book on Amazon. Uh, if you want to, if you want to order it, um, Nikki's got a lot of flavor. Yes, she does. I loved it. We, we cackled so much. I know. You're about halfway through her book, right? What do you think about it? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm loving that. Like there are just these like, really wonderful one-liners that she has um and you know there's a lot of humor there's a lot of uh jokes but there is a lot of honesty there's a part and i talk about it with her in the episode but she talks about uh petty patty is what Mm -hmm. she refers to this voice that she has that we all have right the thing Mm -hmm. that i love about this book is that it's so honest about how we act in situations especially breakups or heartbreak But this character of Petty is that voice that makes you do insane shit like, why is my ex not answering the phone? Oh, my God. Is he with, like, his new chick? 
I'm going to go drive past his house and see where he's at and call a million times. And as like wild as that sounds right now, you've all been there, right? Like we've all had those moments where we yes. maybe stalk an ex on every form of social media and it's Sanity not good for has us. has left us. Yeah, because and it's, you know, it's you are in a lot of pain and I think when you are going through that, the the thing that hurts the most is when you are in pain and that other person isn't, or it seems like they're not. And so it's like, are they not hurting the way that I am hurting? And you want to find a way to hurt them as badly as they hurt you. And so she talks about that. She's very honest about it. And I think, especially in self-help books, because I've read a lot of like therapy books and I actually find, like I, I, took a break from it because so many of them are like, here's how to be happy all of the time. And it's like, that's not realistic. Yeah. And um, Nikki talks about that. Like it's yeah. going to fucking hurt and it sucks. But at the end of it, you will come out a stronger person. But mm-hmm. in order to do that, you have to acknowledge all of the bullshit that you are doing. That's kind of getting in your way. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's great. I hope she does an audiobook. She talked about that a little yes. bit. I think this would be like reading it and you know having watched some of some interviews with her and getting the opportunity to talk to her twice now. Mm-hmm. I can really hear her voice as I read this, so I'm just like, man, this would be so much fucking fun yes. to to listen to. Um so yeah. Did we- yes, I love that. She, because if you think about it, like when you break up with someone or you go through a divorce or like it's, you're grieving, mm-hmm. right? You're grieving the relationship. You're grieving that person. You're grieving who you were with that person within that relationship. But Nikki makes grief funny, yes. which as someone that has been through quite a bit of grief, I have processed it to a point where I can make jokes about it. And that just gives me a tickle and it like makes other people uncomfortable, but like it makes me. Like, I'm just kind of like, I've accepted this. I can laugh about it now. Yeah. And so she brings the funny to grief, which is very yeah my brand. Like, I love that. Yes. Drawn to it. Because it, I think that is sort of, like, to your point, like, you have to find the light side in the sadness or else it will just yes consume you completely and so especially when you're out of it and you can look back on it and you can see these kind of funny moments or you can make light of the situation um Mm -hmm. because it i don't want to be like because it reminds you that you're human but it it there's something about like this is maybe a little dark but like both uh chris and i um uh Chris Robo Dessert. His his dad passed away a couple of years ago and maybe a few months after his father passed away, he like made a joke about it and it like a lot of people were like, "Oh my god." And then I mm-hmm. having lost my parents, made a joke about it and then we were kind of riffing and people were like, "This is fucked up." And I was like, "Right, but like this is a grief, this is a pain that we it, understand." It, it's almost like an inside joke which sounds really fucked up. If you're up, in the club, you know. Yeah, you if know. You're in the club, you know. <laughs> yes. 100%. I yeah. can always tell whenever I crack a dead dad joke in a room, mm-hmm. I can always tell like who knows what I'm talking about and who the people that get offended, I'm happy for you. You haven't known loss like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're repressing it and you should probably talk to someone about that. Yeah, cuz it is like 
life is so goddamn weird and death is fucking weird mm-hmm. and you put both of them together and it's kind of funny because it's sort of like what yeah. are we doing like how, what the fuck is any of this um but yeah and it helps you it helps you grieve it helps you move through it um and then you can kind of look at it and and be like man i think it's also for me it's a reminder of like how sad i was that now i can laugh at it and know that like mm-hmm. you you are capable of feeling joy again after mm-hmm. having gone through that and yeah maybe the joke is dark but it's that hey if you don't laugh that's okay like yeah the, the joke's not for you i guess <laughs> yeah but exactly yeah i also kind of feel like whenever i crack a dead dad joke i kind of feel like he'd be proud of me because he was the one that like would crack all the jokes and like mm-hmm. get people laughing and get people having a good time so i'm like oh if i cracked a joke at his expense like he probably would find it funny to yeah. be honest yeah uh, and yes. that's one of the reasons why i do it is it's almost like i don't know if you feel this way it's almost like um like a like a I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like, like an, an homage, homage to them yeah. or like, yeah. Or like, you know, you're giving them something. You're remembering them mm-hmm. in a way that they live their lives. Mm-hmm. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I absolutely. How do we get to death? How do we always get to death? <laughs> Drama. Just uh, a bunch of emo kids. Oh my God. I, I don't know. But um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> enjoy our interview with nikki there's yes it's uh it's such a joy and we love having her on the didn't die driving through baltimore and we're so grateful for that yes yeah very thankful for that nikki welcome back to the podcast thanks for being here (laughs) always a pleasure you're back (laughs) i'm happy to be here i loved your i loved the first time i was here i loved the vibe you guys are my spirit animals you You know i love it thank you that's the and best we're not review in, we've We're ever all stationary today. No one's in a moving car, driving through no. Baltimore, gripping the steering wheel out of fear. No. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you don't have to worry about losing any of us mid-podcast. Yeah, no. yeah, that was a shit show. I'm really sorry. So unprofessional. I'm like, hey, guys. And I start talking to them. You're like, we can't hear you. And I'm like, that's one of my favorite episodes to date uh-huh. because it was such a dumpster fire. Like, it was one of the fire. most enjoyable. Honestly, I will never, ever, no matter what happens with this pod, I will never take that episode down. And anyone that tries to take that episode down, I will fight them. Because that lives on as one of my favorite episodes of all time. Because I have never laughed so hard and been afraid so much at the same time. Not since yeah, I saw Cabin laugh. in the Woods. You got to laugh through the pain, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. Laugh through Look where we are now. Yeah. Exactly. Since then, you've been up to quite a few things. Like this? I mean, I'm always... Like this book? Yes! Like your book? Yes! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I'm so fucking cheap that I don't even have my copy yet because I spent <laughs> $15 on shipping. <laughs> Everybody's like, have you got your copy yet? I'm like, nope. Still waiting for so it I'll now, send you my copy when I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah, I probably will get your copy before I get mine. So whatever. <laughs> Did the publishers like not send you one to be like, hey, look, it's it's good. We 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 bound it. 
Um, no, so Amazon was like, hey, um, you can get like an author copy for $2. And I was like, great. And it was like, ooh, but you're not prime. So $15 shipping. And I was like, man, bitch. I support myself, but fuck that bitch. I'm not spending $15 on dick. <laughs> Unless it's my book. <laughs> um, so would you like to go back to five minutes ago when you said thank you, Jeff Bezos, and retract your thank you? To Jeff Bezos. You know, Bezos and I, we, it's love-hate. It really is, oh, okay. you know? <laughs> okay. I hate him sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, thank you for the leggings. A five-pack for $24, thank you. You know? So, Damn. <laughs> Can you link me with that off air? Got you. I need that deal. Got you. It was yeah. great. Julia's a big fan okay. of not wearing can pants. You, so. Can you walk me through what the fuck the process is? of your book <laughs> like conceptualization to writing to publish like all of it can you walk me through it so my process started after I got my divorce maybe like five or six years ago I was like I want to write a book now I started to think about writing a book because doing stand-up acting and shit like that just took a lot of time and mm -hmm. it was extremely draining like I always tell people, like, I would do an open mic, right? So you get there and you're trash because you're not Dave fucking Chappelle. And they're like, yeah, sit your, sit your happy ass down and wait four hours to get on and do a set for four minutes. And we're going to pay you yep. nothing. And you got to, you know, whatever. So I started to get so frustrated with how long everything took that then I started doing writing because I was like, nah, I can do it in my free time. I can do it whenever I want to. And it's something enjoyable that I can still get across my message without depending on anybody else, right? Mm -hmm. So what I did was I decided to write a book after I got a divorce. And it was just, it started with a journal, right? I had a friend of mine who was an editor at the time and I was writing for her publication, just like little pieces here and there. And then she was like, you know, you should take your journal and turn it into your book. And I was like, okay. So fast forward a couple of years later when I moved to New York and I was starting to heal in my process, it was really hard for me to write the book because I went through the journal and I was like, bitch, wake the fuck. You are so dramatic. Like, <laughs> you just seem so fucking sad. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I can't write with this shit. Who the fuck is this bitch? So um, one day I honestly like took my journal as like a, a cleansing. Like I reread it and I was like, wow, I'm in such a different place through just like my own healing process that like I just tore up all the pages and threw it away. Because it was just like, I was just holding it and I didn't, I didn't need it anymore. Oh, wow. So yeah. after that, I like j played around with the idea for a book. I had about 10 pages and I was like, okay. And then I would fall out of love with it. And then I would re fall in love with it. And then I fall out of love with it. Um, mm -hmm. I think a big issue that I had was that I was always just like, I'm not a fucking author. Like I can't write a book. Like mm -hmm. I just, I, it wasn't there. And every time I would go to it and read old pages, I was like, I don't know what to do with this because I'm not sad anymore. I'm not coming mm -hmm. from a place of like, like, like I can sit in this. I can tell this story because I'm just not there anymore. So mm -hmm. fast forward, COVID hit. I moved back um, home to kind of get my life together because New York has been a dumpster fire, like a Baltimore dumpster fire, but just a Brooklyn mm -hmm. dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just like, fuck it. Like there's nothing else I can really do right now. So let me really focus on girl. Tell me, which is the publishing brand that I was talking about before. And like, let me just try to get my shit together, at least get some health insurance for someone to look at my Gucci 
and like just try to get an apartment. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the, the um, I moved back. The basics. Okay. That's all I need. That's all I want. <laughs> so I moved back and I just kind of like reacquainted myself with all my friends. I mean, we were still friends, but you know, you're in a different area, whatever. So mm-hmm. like, I just had more time to focus on my friendships and kind of just like get back into my groove. So I got back and I met up with one of my friends that I met through stand up. And we haven't hung out, but this was like the first time in a while. And we were sitting at dinner talking and he was like, you know, I see what you're doing with girl. Tell me it's really great. And I was like, yeah, somehow I brought up the book and you know, you just have those moments when something clicks and you're like, oh fuck, like I didn't even think about it like that. And I was like, let me tell you the book. This is what I was thinking, but I'm not really in love with it anymore. And he was like, well, you have to finish the book. And I was like, "Mm," but it's hard because I'm not in that place to write about, you know, being sad. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was like, well, why don't you write it from the healed perspective? And then it was just like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's kind of like how things kind of set you up, right? So with Girl mm-hmm. Tell Me, I started to meet a lot of women writers. And then I met a publisher. And her and I got pretty cool. And one day she was like, I was like I'm thinking about writing, like I'm writing this book or like I'm thinking about writing the book. And she was like, okay, let me know when you're ready. So I sat with it. I sat with it. I played with it. And then the crazy thing is, I just like told myself, I was like, okay, this is a goal that I've had for six years. I'm going to just knock the shit out. So in like six months, I wrote the book. I hit a date. I was like, October 30th, I'm going to finish this book. I'm going to write it. And I mean, just being the true cappy, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I wrote the shit in six what? months. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that process was a pain in the ass because I've never written a book before. And to mm-hmm. be honest with you, I don't really read fucking books. Like, <laughs> I like start them and then I put them bitches down. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm reading, I'm reading that book. <laughs> and I've been reading that same fucking book for like years. So, um, you know, I just kind of wrote down everything I wanted, everything I thought that I like wanted in a book, something that I found to be um, enjoyable. And then I just wrote the book that I would want to read. So. Mm-hmm. I turned it in and it was just a bunch of stories of like my shit. So shit show life. Um, I've had a lot of people tell me that my life is a sitcom because it's a shit show. Um, (laughs) And okay. Side note, like dating somebody, I don't know if he'll probably never see this. Right. But like the other night I was, I spent the night over his place and Uh I woke up Mm -hmm. farting. I woke up on my own part and we're not there yet. Yeah. 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 That's and always so to, alarming. Right? So, like, I woke up to my own fart. He's a light sleeper. Okay? Oh, no. And I literally woke up in, I woke up in sheer panic. Like, I was like, and then I couldn't move because he was a light sleeper. So, I had to just sit there and act like I was sleeping and just <laughs> hopes that he would never, ever smell it. And he would just think that I don't fart as a girl. That's an example, right? So, I just wrote a bunch of stories about my shit show life. And I turned it into my editor on the deadline. Why can't we fart? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Why can't we fart? Why can't girls fart? No, we can fart. The problem is women's farts are just, they come from like the innards of like the innards pits of hell. Like they really do. We have the stinkiest farts. I like, and it's, and let me tell you, I blow that shit up. Like if I'm rolling the window down (laughs) randomly on my car ride, it's because I farted. Okay. (laughs) But... (laughs) 
we're not there yet for him to smell my farts. Like, he still needs to think I don't poop. Yeah, but what if we think... Yeah, but why? Why, though? Like, what if we think, oh, it's horrible, and for them, it's like pheromones? Maybe he's into farts. In my favor. Maybe it's time to know. Maybe it's time to know what kind of intestinal system he's dealing with. (laughs) I have to work on my diet. It has to be one or the other, because I'm okay with farting, but we're not in a place for him to be like... She's still cute. You know what I mean? Like, we're at that place where he smells them and he's like, bitch, have gastritis. You know what I mean? So we're like on that cusp. Okay. okay. So you're Does almost he fart like. in front of you? No, we're, we're not there yet. We're still very young. Oh, we're, so you're both like, not. Okay. It's only okay. been like a month we've been hanging out. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still like cutie, like, <laughs> periods. What are those? <laughs> you know? <laughs> See, Little I think does that's he what, know. I, I hate that we do that, though. Like, as a rule, I hate that we do that. I hate that, like, that's the way that it goes. I hate it. Dutch oven him tonight. (laughs) You're fucking right. I should do it. Time to take back the the power, ladies. (laughs) Challenge him to say something. (laughs) Time to take back. This is feminism. (laughs) This is what feminism looks like. Assert your dominance, Nikki. I should fart and then look him straight in the face and go, yeah, what's up? Yes. And then just walk out. Yeah. Yeah. Leave him to marinate in it. And he's going to be like, lock him in the room. He's going to be like, I'm going to get that. I'm going to give that woman a baby. Exactly. He might be. Yeah. He's going to be like, damn. He's going to be like, the level of, you know what it is? Confidence. They don't care. Like straight men truly don't care. Like what we look like, like how much body hair we have, like deep down, all they really want is to slam. So like (laughs) he will probably be like, damn, that it's the confidence for me. Like as long as we're confident and they get to slam, like, okay. I caveat your farting and I see you with, I don't shave my bush. Okay. (laughs) That's my feminist flaw or pro. Great. You want to hear my farts? Okay, well, you're going to see my muffin. Fine. Make them work for it. Make them work for it. (laughs) Go in there with a little plastic mini machete, one of those cocktail swords. Try to, like, get his way through the jungle. Absolutely. Make it a fucking game. The confidence. I'm telling you, the confidence. Confidence and ability to slam. That's all they really want. And I'll say, you figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Jumanji that shit. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So um, anyway, you you went to your publisher after you wrote yeah. this book. <laughs> um, I went to my publisher and she looked at it and was like, "This is funny, but like nobody's gonna care." And I was like, "Why?" And she was like, "Because these are a bunch of stories that you have that your friends and family will find to be great because they love you, but like the reader's not really getting anything." So. Mm-hmm. Cappy, Cappy. <laughs> um, I rewrote the entire book in like a week and a half. And Stop. Yeah. She literally was like, are you out of your fucking mind? But it just, like, I, I, it was like, she said things to me and I got it. Like, I understand. Yeah. I'm like, people mm-hmm. always want something to come from a book. And if you don't have something that comes from a book, people kind of lose interest. They don't, you know. So, mm-hmm rewrote it and then she edited it and then i we went through it again and then they formatted it and then boom done author yes Yes! (laughs) air horn 
<laughs> That's amazing. That would get really good. Yeah. yeah. The magic, the magic is all in the rewrites. That's, you know, it, yeah, but it's not a long book. It's like 135 mm-hmm. pages. Mm-hmm. It's short chapters. It's funny. It gets to the point mm-hmm. and it's inspiring. Like I just, I want women to always feel like they're the shit. And mm-hmm. that's how I wrote this book. That was like, they're the shit. This shit sucks, but you'll figure it out and then keep it moving. So, yes. you know, it, there's also sure. like. Uh, a lot of honesty in it too like that um, I think I'm like halfway through right now but the chapter where you talk about how like being kind of crazy right like or it's a petty patty where she like gets the better of you and you wind up like outside of your ex's house like figuring out where are they it's Friday why aren't they answering phone calls but reading that I was like yes like I get this that like when that jealousy gets the better of you and suddenly you're doing something stupid and you look back on it from a different point of view and you're like, what the fuck was wrong with you? Like, what Mm -hmm. were you doing? But it's, it's a, it's a very like honest reaction and there's no, there's no judgment on it, which I, I love, like, I love how open you are with sharing your story through this. Cause it's, thank you. Yeah, you're saying the things that all of us have experienced, but we're too chicken shit to own up ourselves. Like Mm -hmm. we've all done, we've all had those moments of crazy where like we, we drove past our ex's house or like we started seeing a new guy and like started carrying like an overnight bag just in case. Like all of us have like built something up in our minds and then acted in a way that in retrospect, we look back on it and we're like, oh man, maybe that was cringy. Like I was really crazy or whatever. Yeah. We all have those moments. We all do that shit. It's just, we kind of like hide it in shame and you're bringing it out and you're like, no, 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 this is the experience of what it's like to like date and have relationships and like interact in the world. Yeah. And have your heart broken. Like that's such a, I mean, who the fuck doesn't, like relate to having your heart mm-hmm. ripped out right like it and being in a place that where that's so vulnerable and and mm-hmm. you wind up like it becomes a very internal thing of like what is wrong with me or what did I fuck up versus like in a situation where those two people they just don't match anymore and yeah. Yeah. that's okay like that's it's not it's not you it's the situation and you know maybe the other person like being a dick but like (laughs) but that always always a sprinkling of that just a little bit um I mean I always say that like this has been a journey for me I think I'm the most healed I've ever been in my life and it really just came from kind of experiencing those moments and then kind of creating the environment that like not like bitch we all crazy like Mm -hmm. we all go through this we all have that insecurity we all question going back we all have all of these moments you know what I mean and mm -hmm. the whole premise behind the book was like I just want so there's a couple things I always tell people because I had somebody ask me like why did you write this book and I was like because I was reading all these books about self-help when I was in my worst spot and I didn't see Mm -hmm. myself in any of them Mm -hmm. yeah I didn't see any relatability to being like yeah shit that fucking happened to me too or like no I feel that same way so I was like, yeah. I'm going to write a book that like my friends and women that I love would be like, oh, yeah. I mean, I had sex with my ex after we broke up and mm-hmm. fuck, I felt like shit after it. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Why? Why do yeah. we feel the need to always second guess 
our initial decisions. Like, why do we always have to go back and be like, okay, I need final confirmation that this man ain't shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie though. It was great. It was good sex, but it was, it was just, I immediately, and I kind of talk about it in the book is like, I just had such a physical reaction to it that my body, I, I remember after we had sex, I laid in bed with him and I just started crying. And he was like, Mm. he starts like rubbing my back. He's like, okay, are you okay? And I'm like, but he doesn't understand that I'm crying because I'm like, this was not like, it was good, but it was not good enough. And I don't understand why I accepted this and why I'm in this place. But I think like, we all have to kind of go through it to understand that like, there are better things. You know what I mean? Um, I've had a lot of people ask me like, would you ever go back? Which is so interesting because if you read the book, like once you finish it, the question is like, would you ever go back? And for me, I just can't, I always explain to people that the reason why I could never go back to my marriage, even though we were together in total for 10 years, was because I've had better experiences with men and other people mm-hmm. in less time. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had better sex. I've had better meals. I've had better intimate moments. I've had better conversations. I've had a better time. I, I mean, I've, some of it is very romanticized, but like, I loved it because at that time, that's what I needed. But that's mm-hmm. why I could never go back because yeah. I've yeah. thought, you know, we always like to romanticize like, well, you know, this happened, but maybe like, we'll come back together and this will be it. And like, this is what, yeah. it, and it's like, no, like, I've just kind of like, that's where you see your growth. You see your growth where you're like, I sat down and I truly thought about all the fine details of if I could be back with this person. And I just, I just can't. Yeah. yeah. That is gross. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and even too, like forgiveness is really interesting um, because it's very natural, right? Like mm-hmm. I genuinely want him to do well. I genuinely mm-hmm. want him to succeed in life. I want him to be happy. I want him to be safe. I want him to be healthy. I want all those things. And mm-hmm. He's still with the other person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I want them to be successful. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. (laughs) I don't gotta do it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just saying that like, that is where you can see a lot of your growth. It's like, it's not bitter. It's not animosity. It's literally just like, no, like this person fucked me over, but like, Mm -hmm. it's okay. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing but hope that you have grown as a person, but you're also a better person now. Yeah. Yeah. You accept and you let go. Yeah. And it's like, it is the easiest thing. It it, it takes a lot of work, but once it's yeah. done, yes. it is just like the most refreshing thing yes. ever. Yes. Um. One thing I always tell people is like, I've learned in my own journey. We always talk about like, if you're happy or sad, right? There's always those two, two emotions. Like I'm either, if you're sad, okay. If you're like, are you happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also don't take into consideration the idea of like being content and just being at peace. Yeah. Yes. And and if you think about it, for the most part, we are just kind of content. Like no drama, no stress, no worries, mm-hmm. and just being able to like not have your mind going with you know toxic thoughts of like, what if this guy's fucking around on me? What if mm-hmm. you know what? How am I going to deal with this? Or like, who's on his phone and all these things that like that is a privilege. Mm-hmm. being content being peaceful you know yes. being indifferent sometimes like 
there's so many other different words that we could use for like your current state of being, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm learning that peace and, and being content is just as powerful as happiness. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that like that idea of happiness is so unattainable because there's always going to be some kind of problem, right? Like there's, that's just part Mm -hmm. of life, but it's like, are the things that you are struggling with, are those things that you, you give a shit about struggling with, if that makes sense. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, being a writer, being a creative is really fucking hard, but if it's something that you give a shit about when it gets hard, it's still worth it at the end versus Mm -hmm. situations where like, if you're working a corporate job that you don't give a fuck about and that's hard, it's like, Ah, like it's it's taxing on you in two ways versus yeah. just the one. It's a different type of taxing, right? Like mm-hmm. I will tell you, doing girl tell me writing this book. I'm like teaching now, and I'm gonna start doing um, like writing coach things. Mm-hmm. It's very taxing. It's emotionally draining because I am a fucking woo like up person with me <laughs> all the time, right? Uh huh. So yeah. now that I'm putting myself in situations that scare me, like teaching in a more like professional setting and Mm -hmm. kind of just like being myself like afterwards I want to crash right Right. but I don't Mm -hmm. dread it I still look forward to it every day it's something that I do find to be fun versus like my nine to five where I'm like man fuck listen don't I'm I'm like one five thousand dollar scratch off away from never going back okay (laughs) I don't need uh-huh. Give me two hundred fifty dollars. I'm taking off the rest of the week. Fuck y'all. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it is different, but um, you know, just kind of navigating those feelings has been a journey. It's still a journey for me, um, and I just keep on doing things that scare me. And I tell yeah. myself, like, do it because it scares you. Keep doing it because it scares you, and then it's not scary anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's so, so true. I want to know, I'm very curious about your writing process because like working a nine to five, having girl tell me, having like all of these things going on and still writing a first draft in six months, having a rewrite in a week, like what was your process like? Like, did you set aside time and show up and like, how, how, how did you do that? Okay. Well, let me just first say this. Um, my job I don't give a fuck about so fair, fair. you know something I, I care about it let me just say this for employment reasons I care <laughs> a lot but yeah. it's not a yeah. priority to me right I go yeah. because I have to I go because I need certain things necessities luckily yes personality wise um, I'm able to navigate both right but a lot of my rewrite was at work Mm-hmm. Like I can prioritize this because this is something I can do right now. And then I can come back to this. I mean, I'm really good mm-hmm. at juggling, but that's also too why I crash. Right? right. So what I would do is I would go to work, work on it a little bit, but my job is also, I work in a high school and the kids are always in my ass. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I'm the one person where I'm like, go away from me. And they're like, great. We'll come back. You know? Yeah. So they're like, yeah. Cats. They're like Oh, you hate me. What's I up? know. I, I, they're like cats and they bring their friends and it doesn't help that I've started a writing club. Mm. So now I'm like bringing writing into the school. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of intertwined with my purpose, right? I mm-hmm. do enjoy that. I enjoy that mm-hmm. aspect of like helping people. So, you know, you do have to kind of budge on something. Uh, Girl Tell Me has kind of been in the backseat for a little bit right now because 
you know, we're still posting, we're still taking people, anybody that wants to submit, but like we used to do a weekly show and like every day after work, I'm working on the book at work and then I come home and I work on the book again. So it's just like, you got to kind of, kind of prioritize what is needed in that moment. And then you kind of go from there, but it's a lot. I mean, around Christmas time was when, you know, we were turning in the second draft and the second edits and everything like that. And I was just like, I'm fucking burned out. Like I'm Mm -hmm. crashing because if I really look back on like the hours that I logged, I mean, I was working on this thing day and night. Yeah. All I, all I did was day and night. So I do start to see that sacrifice, but you do have to kind of like kind of back, you can't do it all at once. So I'm like, we're still doing Girl Tell Me, but my logic is like, the more that I promote the book, the more that people hear about it, the more people hear about Girl Tell Me, the more opportunity people will have. So that's where I'm at. I mean, yeah, it's it's funny though, because I finished the book and everybody's like, oh my gosh, now you can relax. And I'm like, this, now it's, (laughs) now it just started. (laughs) Like now the real work happens, you know? So what about emotionally? Did you just like power through like a machine or were there any times that you would show up and the blank page would just mock you? Um, It's funny because on the second edit, I was talking to my editor and I was like, this is fucking trash. Like this book is trash. And she was like, it's okay. Relax. Because the crazy, the like the crazy and hard thing about editing is that you're always going to find something to change. Right. Even up to formatting when we had a formatter, that was like putting it on the pages. I was like, mm-hmm. well, can you change this? And she was like, Nikki, we're not fucking touching it again. And I was like, <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Um, I will tell you with this first book, I'm very proud of it. There are some things that I do want to change for my next book for like mm-hmm. editorial places or like even the way that like formatting is and things like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, at a certain point, you just have to like stop. You know what yeah. I mean? At a certain point, you just going to be like, accept it and let go. Yeah, fucking sort of really like, bitch. Like, yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah. So, like, kill your darlings um, thing, where you're just like, just but, fucking let go of it. Yeah, but it was it was definitely draining, very emotionally draining. Yeah. Um, I even had a moment where I went out to dinner with a friend, like a a week before the book came out, and she was like, you know, just kudos to you for really putting yourself out there. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like. I mean, Nick, you're putting yourself out there to like have people criticize you or not. And I, and it like clicked and I was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I just, it's just like a roller coaster, but you just got to keep going. And, you know, I, I've noticed that I've been more successful with just always shooting my shot and just Mm -hmm. continuously being myself. So that's kind of what I've been telling myself. Like, if you don't fucking like it, don't bring that shit to me to affect my pockets talk, send me a DM. We can talk about it. Okay. And I'll Mm -hmm. give you, I'll give you your, you know, whatever, but like, that's, you know, I'm just being honest and so far it's been, it's been great, you know, but we're going to have somebody that don't fucking like it. And then I'll have to find them and track them down on Facebook and send them like a really mean message. Hey, yo, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) Just have your, one of your books, one of your, you know, subsequent books be like, all of the hate you've gotten and just like you responding to it. You just roasting everybody who's hated it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, to be honest with you though, I, I know there's probably haters out there. Like everybody yeah. has haters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I have luckily like, and maybe I'm saying this too early, but like 
it's always just been love with people. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people for right now who have the book are people that I've known for like, like people coming out the woodwork. It's like very low. Listen, I would say on the scale of celebrity, I'm like a, a Z, you know what I'm saying? I ain't nobody for real, for real. Right. (laughs) But I cannot, I literally put out this book and I'm getting people from like third grade that are like, Hey Nick, I haven't talked to you in so long. I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, like, and, and that's the thing. When the book came out, I tried to explain to people that like overwhelming, good or bad is still overwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole week that my book came out, I was like, I, I can't fucking deal with this shit. It's too, it's like too much at one time. So yes. I had my mini Beyonce experience where I'm like, no pictures, <laughs> no pictures. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> everybody's just like sending me notes and writing really nice things. And it's just like, I, I had a moment where I was like crying because I was just like so overwhelmed with just yeah. like the goodness, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. It is too much though. It was too much, you know? And then everybody wants to celebrate you, which like, I need to get better about mm-hmm. that. But I'm like, mm-hmm. why can't we just chill? Like, you know, can we just have a drink and hang out? If you're overwhelmed now, I'm telling you by book three, you you got to get used to it. Because by book three, it's going to be in the millions. I First of all, know. I love that. Thank you so much. I, I already you. know. Thank I you. can see the future. When I wear my special tiger print, she's clairvoyant jacket, now. my my bowling tiger jacket, I, I can see the future. And I knew book it. book two is gonna be like tough, and it's gonna be a good progression. It's gonna need to happen, but book three is gonna be where it hits. No pressure, but just okay. go with what you know. But book three, I'm telling you. So, what is the next book? I'm already thinking about ideas. Um, Yes. um, So initially I wanted to do like a does a blank make me look fat series, but I'm working on the next book about dating and what I've learned. Mm, Yes. Um, We'll see. I'm going to try to like sit and savor in this moment. Yes. But I am like, listen, I told somebody in an interview, I'm trying to be the Judy Bloom for bitches. And I'm not yes. playing. Okay. So I certainly want to have just like 150 page books that mm-hmm. are about different things that go on in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do one focused on self-love. I want to do one mm-hmm. focused on dating. I want to do one focused on I, anything. I don't fucking, I wanted to do one about like starting a platform, like shooting your shot. Mm-hmm. It's there. It's just, yeah. I got to fucking do it, you know? Um, but it is in the works. It is something I want to do, but I gotta, my biggest obstacle right now is just slowing the fuck down. Yes. Cause I'm already thinking yep. about my second book and I'm like, <laughs> just chill. Okay. You know, okay. <laughs> just enjoy this well, one. Well then yeah. my, I was going to ask a, ne- a question next, but now I feel like I can't because no, you, slow down. Like, you have to, would you ever want to adapt any of your work into a different format? Like a sitcom you were saying your life is like or like a uh, movie mm. would you ever Fuck yeah I'm trying stuff? to get paid <laughs> <laughs> no, Woo, there it is there okay. it is Duh. <laughs> I'm not one of those bitches that's like this is sacred nah put that shit on a fucking billboard and give me my shmoney okay <laughs> amazing fuck yeah uh, um, also too I was saying that I'm trying to slow down. 
I'm not mm-hmm. slowing down, but I'm trying to slow down. Yeah. So realistically, the book will already be done by like summer, but yeah. we're just, I'm Fair. saying it. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Fair. I'm just putting it in the universe. So maybe, I don't know. But um, I was talking to my mom yesterday and she was like, you know, Nick, you're going to be famous one day. And I was like, mom, I do not want to be fucking yeah. famous. I just want to be motherfucking rich. <laughs> That's what's Whoop, there it I is. Mean. Whoop, there yeah. it is. I mean, listen, my icon currently is Adam Sandler. The man has millions of dollars and he's walking around New York City eating pickles out of, out of a jar wearing 50 different colors of leisure, athleisure wear. Like, this is, this is who I... Like, that is goals. That's who I want to be. I want to be the kind of person that says, hey, guys, want to work on a movie in Hawaii to all my friends? Yeah. And then just, like, show up in, in like, a juicy tracksuit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> right? I like that. No, I love that shit. And it better yep. say juicy on the ass. Old school. Of course. Yeah. It has to. Rhinestones. Uh-huh. Rhinest- yes. Rhinestones. Beautiful. <laughs> um, no, that's so true. I... A big reason why I was talking about it earlier, but like a big reason why I like writing is because like my dream, if anything, would be like, you know, you see those actors where you're like, I don't know his name, but like, I know he's in something. That's yes. what I want. I want, I would want people to be like, she looks really familiar, but I don't know where from yeah, the dream. And yeah. I just like yeah. can have coffee. every. I can have Starbucks every day and not stress about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Julie and I were talking about that off air of like, Best of both worlds. <clears throat> like I didn't realize as an actor. Until maybe like college, like you don't have to be A-list to make money. Like you can fly under the radar for a really long time, make oh, yeah. money, have a comfortable life, like, and mm-hmm. be fulfilled create, like creatively and you don't have mm-hmm. to stress about paparazzi being in your face. That is the dream. As like, long as you're getting constant checks. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Have your cake and That's eat it too, goal. please. Mm-hmm. 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 See, I think I think it's a journey for everybody, right? Like when you're younger, mm-hmm. you're like, I want to be famous. Yeah. And then yeah. you start to go through a process and you're like, fuck no. Like yes. Beyonce is Beyonce. Exactly. Okay. Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. is Kim Kardashian. But those yes. bitches can't fucking go anywhere or do yeah. anything mm-hmm. without yeah. somebody in their face. I mean, I wouldn't even yeah. want it if someone's taking my picture without asking. Like, right. Although, that shit is although, for the birds. If I may be a devil's advocate, (laughs) wouldn't you want to be famous enough where they literally shut down Disney for you for a day? No. So you and your crew can just go chill in Disney and have access to everything. I feel like they don't do that for anybody. There are big celebrities that have shut down Disney before. All right. This is my thing. This is my thing. First of all, I got to pay for it. Okay. They're shutting that shit down and I got to pay. I'm not Uh paying shit. Secondly, Disney is made by the shit show families that are in it. Okay. People watchers. I got to see it all. Mm -hmm. I got to get the full experience. I get that one family with the ears and they're all yelling at their kids and she hates her husband. (laughs) I want that. Yeah. I want that. That's part of the Disneyland experience. (laughs) I wouldn't mind being famous enough that like I have friends that shut down Disney that I'm just like you know I'm that friend that they're like hey you yes. should come through and I'm like okay bet cool 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 yeah 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 I'll be there okay 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 mm-hmm. 
That's so you that's don't you don't want to be Adam Sandler, but you want to be like in Adam Sandler's crew. Yeah, I want to be that one guy that not Stephen, not um Stephen Buscemi. Buscemi. Oh yeah, Buscemi. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. be him because everybody knows him. I want to be yeah. that one guy that everybody knows. He was the limo driver in um the wedding singer. He's like that one face that everybody knows. All right, think about it. We'll get back to it. Okay. I can't picture him. Anyways, I would like to be that friend. That's who I would want. Okay. Um, because at the end of the day, it don't matter how rich I'm around people, I'm still taking home a to go plate. Okay. And it's gonna be in foil. (laughs) And don't take You'll have your Tupperware in your bag. (laughs) Thank you. Uh If Kim Kardashian invites me somewhere, I'm taking the taco salad by myself. I'm taking the cocktail shrimp. If y'all got lobster tails, I'm taking them bitches and I'm going to have a cookout at my house the next day. <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. I love that. I love I'm already okay, so Enjoy the okay. spoils of war, you know? Okay, so the goal yes. is to get us invited to a Kardashian party where Lex and I will yeah. stage a distraction so that you can just swipe or no swiping the whole catering table. No, and this, then is, we this can... is the trick. Okay, okay. This tell is me. the trick, okay? Because I do me. it all the yeah. time. Okay? Okay, tell me. You just have a good time all night. Boom, boom, boom. You yeah. know, whatever. Let pe- let everybody do what they got to do with their food, right? You yes. stay till like the latest. When okay. people start coming out, right? And they're like, oh, take something home with you, right? You talk yeah. to the people who are the caterers and you're like, are you guys going to throw this away? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, man, pack that shit up. We'll put it right in my car. I'm going to pull right up. Put it right in your car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Make friends with the that seems like the reasonable plan. But I still feel like an antics level distraction. Maybe Julia wants go. us to get arrested, I think. Is okay, she I wants. cannot tell you. I grew up watching <laughs> I Love Lucy. I want high drinks. I want high drinks. Okay, we got it. Fine. Thank we'll you. We'll do it. Thank you. Right. For, for you, we'll Listen, do don't say this shit now. L- let me just tell you, you better have your plan ready because don't let me call you... y'all and I'm like, listen, we're going tonight. Courtney and Travis. When I up. tell you I have a closet of inflatable costumes, do you think I'm lying to you? That's all I need. All Done. I need. Done. I can okay. already picture you looking fabulous in your cocktail dress, w- holding a glass of a cocktail or champagne or whatever, looking at the distraction, just being like, who let these crazy bitches in? Who? What is happening? Oh my! At a Kardashian party, swiping lobster tails into like a backpack under the table to be retrieved at a later date. Oh my god! Those women are low budget. No, oh, yeah, put it in my purse. Put it in my Security. purse. Security. Julia and I are just in like shark inflatable outfits. Pretend like re- reenacting jaws in, in the pool, like Dumb and Dumber, and break into a La La Land <laughs> tap dance, evading security. Us learning evading, tap dance for this, evading security. I want us to learn how to tap dance. Okay. You will not take this from me. I evading won't. security in like a tap dancey kind of Fred Astaire way, while someone plays a laugh track. I love it. I'll bring a book bag. <laughs> Perfect. We need. Okay, I'll bring my okay. Jansport. Amazing. This is like Oceans 8, like the all women's Oceans reboot. Yeah. This is exactly it. Like we are Sandy Bullock and Kate Blanchett (laughs) and Rihanna. Like we, yes, it is. This is Oceans 9, the all female reboot, low budget. Indie. We're doing the shit for, we're doing the shit for cocktail shrimp and Costco lobster tails, right? And the story. 
Oh, okay. okay. I got it. Sounds good. We're all <laughs> That's on the it. same That's page. That's all we needed. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, all right, Nikki, that. where can people, what is the book called? Where can people find it? Where can people buy it? Where can people check out all of the other things that you have going on as a Capricorn queen? Oh, you know what I was going to say? I think the next oh. thing that I'm going to do is an audible yes. book. Yes. Um, I was going to ask if you're going to do yes. uh, an audio. Um, I don't really know how the fuck to go about that, but I've had a couple of people tell me that like, if you read it and you read it in your voice, it's funny. You should mm-hmm. do yes. it. I yes. try to explain to people continuously. I don't, I'm not good at reading. Okay. Like I'm just waiting for the day I go to a conference and they're like, read us your favorite page. And then I'm just like, we that's how bad it is i cannot read i cannot so do it read. as an actor just memorize it all there's a reason why i'm not an actor now okay Trash. well there's an actor right there so lex i'm just gonna be tips? like this you just summarize the book like summarize each chapter you know okay there you go. Or how about I throw it back on them, like an improv game, where they're like, what's your favorite page? And I'm like, what's your favorite page? How would you <laughs> read to me that? Yes. Yes, that's okay. amazing. Uh-huh. That's good. Uh-huh. That's amazing. That's really good. There you go. Um, okay, so that's the next thing I think I'm going to be working on. Um, the book is called Does This Divorce Make Me Look Fat? You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Barnes & Nobles. And we are manifesting Target, Walmart, all them yes, fucking places. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, if you do buy it, put a review up there. If you got, and what I tell people is if you got nothing nice to say, don't fucking put that shit on there. Send it to me (laughs) and we'll talk about it. Don't, don't fuck with my dollar. Okay. Fuck with your own dollar. Okay. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's about, that's about it. Does this divorce make me look fat? It's an obnoxious cover. Side note, I didn't want to do the, I didn't want to put my face on the cover. My oh, editor told me I should. I love the cover. Um, I've had mixed reviews about the cover, which has been from my family. My friend, mm-hmm. my good friend was like, that's the cover? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, it's not not pretty. And I was like, bitch, do you know me? Like, I've never been, like, <laughs> a day in my fucking <laughs> life. Like, so, um, yeah. And that picture wasn't even meant to be. It was a total candid shot. Like, I was... I hate taking pictures. I don't mm-hmm, like yeah. it. And I was mocking eating paper and she took that picture and it turned out to be the cover. I love Ain't it. That it, it. Ain't that how it goes. Ain't that how it goes. It really does. <clears throat> yeah. And now we so, know. Now we know if you ever do become like, <laughs> that we need to stage an intervention. Yeah. You need to like hold me down and yep. just make me She sold out. Spam. Yeah. You got to humble me and just. Spam? I don't know. Very specific. Spam. Very specific. Specifically I will spam. not do that. Okay. Why? I just feel like there's a humbling component. It's like a Vienna sausage. Like every time I eat mm. a Vienna sausage, everybody's like, you're eating a Vienna sausage. And I'm like, yeah, girl, Dominicans like that Childhood, shit. Yeah. Is it more canned it's really, meat? Yes. It um, is. It's like a Spam, but we uh-huh. eat it. Dominicans eat it in our spaghetti, Ooh, which really? I've heard people be like, hmm. Interesting. That does not look good. It's that. I don't know if it's delicious. I mean, I've just had it since I was a kid. <laughs> the only thing I can take from that is when I eat it, people are like, <laughs> mm. "That's okay. a choice that you made." Yeah, I don't, I don't want to try it. 
That's you know, um, so you know. some like a humbling, humbling thing like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I get mm-hmm. too like, okay, you know, okay. do that. But snap out of it, bitch. Perfect. Eat a sausage. You know? Perfect. <laughs> so when we go to Courtney and Travis's, I will have a Vienna sausage can in my back pocket for you, just in case. I'm just going to tell you though. I would never go to that fucking party. I know we said that we would. I mean, I would go for the food. You'd invite us and not show up. Probably be making out in the back somewhere. And then we'd bump into Machine Gun Kelly and fucking, what's that other chick's name? Megan Megan Fox. Fox. Yeah. And I would just be like, both of you guys, just, yeah. And I'd walk away. I See, I feel like I would have so much fun. I would just get stoned, sit in a corner and just stir up trouble. Yeah, but they're just so, like, I saw a TikTok the other day. Some girl was like, listen, I never once agreed to sing so much, like, Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox. Like, you guys need to leave me the fuck alone because they're just <laughs> just always in our face. Like, my yeah. engagement ring is Lex has feelings about this relationship, too. I, do. Yeah. I just, I like, just don't... I feel like it is maybe a really boring relationship and like not in a bad way. Like they're pretty chill or whatever, but then there's like this big display of like, look at how weird we are. And I'm like, you don't need to let me know you're weird. Like just be weird quietly. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love when I look at a celebrity, I don't give a fuck about vanilla. Yeah. It's cute. It makes me think that being, you know, at the top of my game in the entertainment industry is attainable when I see Adam Sandler walking down the block eating a jar of pickles. <laughs> but like when I see the Kardashian Kardashians, when I see, you know, all of that, all of that, I'm just like, this is entertaining. Like this is ridiculous. And honestly, my life is better for it. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I support it. Listen, I support it. Yeah. I will support you. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you. I can only take like small bits. Like, yeah. for instance, TikTok, right? I call it yeah. my talk hour. I get home. It's like the way that I process my day mm-hmm. and I get yes. on TikTok for an hour. I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoy seeing Pete Davidson like monologues and like them talking about like the drama. Yeah. But that's about it. Like yeah. I can't. I can't, I can't do it. Like this whole thing with Kanye now and this girl he's dating and she's like, eh, I'm so like different. And you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I think, I think maybe that's my thing. Like what I mean by like Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. I'm like, I feel like maybe you are actually kind of boring. I don't know if y'all saw that video of, it's like Madonna, um, Kanye. What is her name? The girl that he's dating? Doesn't matter. Julia Fox. Julia Fox. Thank you. I was like, Fox oh, is somewhere okay. in there. Um, but like everybody, they look, they all look like they're not having a good time. Like everybody is so bored and it's so awkward because there's so many people and no one's really talking. It reminded me of like being in college when you go to a college party and everybody's just like uncomfortable and high and a little bit horny. And you're like, I want to go home. I don't want to be here. That's and so, so I just accurate. imagine that all celebrities are like that. And so when yeah. they do this really wild, weird shit that hits like every newspaper, I'm like, but are you really though? Are you really? Like, it's okay if you're not. Like, that's fine. Versus like Adam Sandler, who's minding his own business in his tracksuit and eating a jar of pickles. Like, that's not really that weird. But to do that is like a little odd and really honest. That I'm like, see, 
That to me, that's more I've interesting. I'm trying to get to a Sandler cookout mm-hmm. for. I know. <laughs> I'm manifesting it. So maybe we don't go to the Kardashian party. Maybe we go to the we Sandler cookoff. And you know what? Then we don't even have to steal shit because you know he's giving us to go plates. Absolutely. Listen, I think at an Adam Sandler party, I'm getting in the pool. Okay. Yes. I'm riding the slides. Yes. Uh-huh. And I think that randomly he'd be like, hey, you want to like shoot some hoops? Most definitely. Yes. Yes, you know what I mean. Hundred percent, totally fine with it. I'd go I to agree. a Sandler think... cookout, and I would go to a Sudeikis yes. cookout. Yes. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm supportive of both of those. I think that kind of what you said of like it does give you life is that when you do see these celebrities getting together, and you're like, I wouldn't fucking stand ten minutes in there because I'd be like, this is just mm-hmm. weird, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. go because you guys seem like so miserable mm-hmm. i gotta get the, i gotta get i gotta get my stuff <laughs> and i got to go yeah you know what I, mean? I have places to so, be yeah i don't know if that's like just getting older and more mature and realizing that mm-hmm. like golly your life does not i mean you have a lot of money but you seem to be miserable all the time mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if that i don't know if this sounds toxic but it kind of it, it makes me feel good you know because i think <laughs> like okay hear me out Hear me out, right? Because I hear you. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, when you're young, you want to be famous, right? You want to like be somebody, and then you start to see that all these people's lives are like crumbling. And while it does suck for them, you're like, God, like, thank God that that was just that's not me, or Mm -hmm. thank God that like I'm not in a place where I'm around people who are just, you know fake and they only yes. want me for other things and like yeah 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 like you get to figure out who you are as a person without that layer of like like i always feel bad for um child well, stars. i go yeah child stars in particular like to me and I, it still doesn't excuse some of his behavior but like the shit that has happened with and around justin bieber i'm like man like that kid is fucked up and it yeah it I so I feel I feel so bad for people who and it I guess even even if you're a little bit older when you get that fame like but you lose sight of yourself and it becomes about the display of who you are versus who you actually mm. are I'm like that is sad because you're not living in any kind of truth for yourself like you are trying to project yeah. something and you're so disconnected from yourself that sucks like that ugh. he's and maybe he's it makes been for entertainment super vocal. But, too about yeah. it. He's been mm-hmm. like op- more open about it, which is good. Yeah. But I think we yeah. can all agree the only person that's truly winning is Hillary Duff. Adorable. Yes. How I Met Your Father. I just saw oh, the I preview on Hulu. It. Preview. I don't I know, but she's it. just so fucking cute in it, and she got a cute couple kids and a really cute husband. Mm-hmm. Hillary Duff. She's cute. I America's I do sweeter. love. There was that. Uh, I think. I think she, it wasn't SNL. I think it was like the Today Show or something where she was – this was years ago. She was on it and she was performing one of her songs off of her album and she did a little dance and the dance is like super cringy. And so people yeah. on TikTok were recreating it and then uh-huh. she did it. <laughs> so it's like a half screen of her now and then her on that show doing the dance. And I was like, I like that you can make fun of yourself because, yeah, you're in on the joke. That's That's great. I feel like that should be the threshold when you're dating. Like, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Hillary Duff? And if they're like, oh, she's fucking <laughs> trash, you just leave it Red flag. wherever you are. Red mm-hmm. You just get up, you walk flag. away, you don't say anything else. 
I'm going to leave. How dare you say that about our queen, Lizzie McGuire? <laughs> I have to go. Yeah, she's like. This is reminding like, me of a party with Kanye. I'm out. She's my, she's my, she's my Taylor Swift. Okay. Oh. She's my Taylor Swift. I mean, I just say go. everybody's like, you can't talk about Taylor. Don't talk about Taylor. And I'm like, hey, fuck that bitch. Where's Hillary? Okay, so we're going to a cookout at Hillary's house. Let me tell you, it's going to smell amazing outside. She's going to have, like, beautiful candles everywhere. Okay? Mm -hmm. She's going to have a bouncy house for the kids, but, like, someone that, like, watches them so they don't die. And we're going to just drink sparkling rosé and make really funny jokes about, like, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it's going to be nighttime. The kids are all going to go to sleep in one big pile in a room and the oh. adults are going to go in the bouncy house. Yeah. Yes. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct. She looks like the type of person that just has random like sleepover nights in her living room and she like puts yes. up tents. Yes. Oh, like little forts and You know, stuff. but Hell not yeah. those, not those fucking Coleman tents. Okay. She has those fucking cute teepees. Princess. Yeah. With the <laughs> fairy like, lights. Fucking crate and barrel. Yeah, yep. she yep. has them. 100%. Fucking... She has them for yeah. her dogs and her... too. Yes. Uh huh. I bet and her kids play right. with all wood toys. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> fucking Hillary Duff, hit us up. I know. <laughs> Please hit us up. We love you very much, Nikki. Thank you so much for being here. For Coming being back here, for round two. Guys, all... thank you so much. I love this. We love you. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, book three is going to pop off and you've had people telling you your whole life that your life is like a sitcom. Now you're writing about your life and now there's going to be a sitcom about your writing. So it's going to be a full circle moment. These are the things I foresee for you. Just keep doing the work. Don't worry about it. We will meet at Hillary Duff's house in her backyard in the bouncy house. I wanted to say that I legit talking to you ladies i love your vibe i love what you have i love the podcast i anytime it doesn't matter how famous i get you guys will still be golden to me i'll make time okay (gasps) and i will promise you and listen the same thing for y'all when y'all blow up you better call a bitch oh absolutely and like Mm -hmm. always um but yeah i just love this i love i i'm excited that you guys are continuously doing this I love the vibe. I just love the conversation. Like legit a breath of fresh air. Thank you. Holy shit. I just got tingles. <laughs> no, I love it. Oh. I really do. When Lex hit me up and was like, you want to come back on? I was like, fuck yeah. I just, I love it. I love the vibe. I Thank really you. do. I love you ladies. I think you guys are doing a great thing. And it's, I don't know, just being around badass women just gets me a little wet, you know? Is that inappropriate? <laughs> Moist bush. <laughs> Can we put it's that as like a rainy. review? Like New gross? York Times bestseller, like being around us gets people a little wet. Yes. People are gonna be like, yeah. is this a porn podcast? I'm like, I don't I know, mean, it could be. Yeah. Maybe. If your favorite type of porn is women empowering other women to be badass motherfucking bitches, there you go. Yes, if, this if, is porn. If your porn is women Dutch ovening 
new guys on <laughs> in the first month of I'm, them dating. I'm, listen, we need to break this whole taboo <laughs> farting paradigm in our society. Girls fart. Girls take poops. And honestly, guys that can't wrap their heads around that are not mature enough to have a girlfriend or to be going near a vagina. So. No, listen. Hold on. <laughs> I think he's mature enough. The problem is I'm not. Oh, I God. laugh okay. at farts. Mm-hmm. I am mortified. I mean, of, I'm not mortified of him. Today I ran it. I did a class at Orange Theory. Yeah. Farted three times. I took the fan, put it right on my quasi. And I was like, well, I can't stop running. I mean, embarrassing that is treadmill farts. Everybody gets treadmill farts. Everybody gets treadmill farts. But the girl yeah. next to me was looking at me and I was like, sorry. Don't know what to tell you. Maybe it was, maybe it was the uh, pheromones in your farts. Maybe you misread it and Uh, she was attracted to you. You know, my thing is I don't fart all day. Why the fuck I got to fart when I'm on a treadmill? When I'm like in the middle of getting sexy with somebody. Cause make it make sense to me. Cause that's when you're the most vulnerable. And so your farts are like, I can be free. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like getting, I'm like relaxing. And now my butthole's like, let me take a load off. And you're like, no, no, yeah listen just 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 go with it just let the rhythm move you i died a little bit inside christ the truth is out the truth truth is out he's an active listener to this podcast and he's gonna call you and be like you're so silly i love your little i love your farts i heard it it was really bad you know what (laughs) i'll call you later never hear from them again you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna poop with the door open I and then just make actually. I okay. <laughs> that's like a that. very bold. That's a very bold step to go from. I don't want to fart in front of him. It's still very new to. I'm gonna Instead. poop with the door open and not break eye contact. Listen, I have to reclaim <laughs> this. Okay, that's Women fair. Poop. That's fair. Yes, we do. We do. Yes. Yes. Okay. Amazing. I'll let you know how that goes. Thank please you. do. Please do. Please do. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> but read the book. Yes. Everybody let them know about the book. Yes. Um, I have a couple speaking engagements coming up. That's the Ooh, next goal yeah. too. Um, so we'll see if those are shit shows. If you'll find it randomly on YouTube one day where it's like, look at this girl who can't read bomb. Where are on they? Stage. Where are they? Where are they? Can people so get tickets? I have one. Uh, oh gosh, I'm not that prepared. Um, uh, <laughs> one of them is in DC in okay. June. It's okay. that, um, I got, I got asked to be put on a panel of funny women. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. You did. Hell yeah, and you then, did. um, the second one's going to be in Jersey. Oh, uh, Jersey. Okay. Goes, hey ladies, how we doing? I'm going to hey, talk yo. like that. And they're going to be like, nobody talks like that here. Where yes, they like, oh, okay. Yes, they do. We're in Jersey. <laughs> New Brunswick. Okay. 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 Let me know how you feel when we get off this podcast about that. Yeah, I will. Yeah, um, I will. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, you know, so I grew we'll up see. in I'm New just... York, so we got beef with Jersey. It's it's for another time. It's for another time. This is about oh, you. Oh, my God. This, this episode is about will. you. We <laughs> will. But um, once I find out, I'll let somebody know. Yes. So then you just got to wait like me and figure it out. Hell yeah. Sounds good. Sounds about right.
Well, thank you for being here and sharing so much of yourself and making me laugh until I peed my pants. Yeah. I I have to pee so bad. And there have been so many times where I was like, don't do it. Don't you do it. Don't you piss your pants right now. I'm laughing so hard. I was like, oh, that's how you know it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Urine is successful. Yes. There you go. That's good. There you go. Well, y'all are the bomb. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, okay. We're in an air horn mood. I'm yeah. kind of in like a, in like a 1950s Miami hotel music vibe. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> there you go. I was like, I can do a horn sound, I'm but I need to get obsessed with you. <laughs> Thank how, you. I don't know. How are you? How are our agents and bookers <laughs> not fucking slamming your door down? Are you kidding me? I literally, we should play a game where it's just me making up random scenarios uh-huh. and you doing the sound effects and acting out the characters. That was one of my favorite improv games to play in high school. It's called Sound Effects, and you just make the sound effects with your mouth. So. Uh, maybe that's can what you it's make from. A, can you make a sound effect of like, you know, when you get the ketchup and you shake it and you turn it over and you open the cap and you squeeze it and you thought you shook it hard enough, but you didn't shake it hard enough and you get hit with that like little bit of water first. Oh, uh, maybe. Hold on. What a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> life as i know it has changed for me my you can see in the video can you see in the video my face is red (laughs) a little bit i am obsessed with this now that i know you can do fully but with my mouth (laughs) yes this is incredible i need to think of more scenarios i am oh my god Okay, we're gonna have okay. to. I would love to just do Such an episode of this. Please. We can. We haven't no, played any this. games in a while. We haven't. Okay, <laughs> this is gonna be it. This is. I will come prepared with a bunch of scenarios. I will work on making more mouth noises. Amazing. And <laughs> listeners, if you have a scenario or oh, a Jesus. sound effect that you would like Lex to replicate, please let us know. DM us at the Peony Podcast or uh, I don't know. Call the hotline 707-892-0401 or text us. Text us. Oh yeah, 707-892-0401. I just got very New York in my uh the way I was talking with my hands. Oh my god. I just like, whew, okay. I was not breathing that whole time. You just You're made my welcome. life. I'm I'm so joyful right now. I I really need to uh work on making more mouth noises, so I'm prepared for this game i i'm sorry if you're editing this later and i it, my track is literally just screams i can lower the volume it's fine uh i was trying to whisper scream anyway don't worry about it uh it might sound what a, a great rough. conversation with nikki <laughs> yes i adore her she's so funny and so she's so funny wild but in the best of let's ways let's get her paid yes hell yeah Get that money. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes.
And then we'll go to the Sandler cookout. <laughs> Ew. Oh. Now I'm just thinking about barbecue. Damn. What? Okay. Okay. In that case, bye, everybody. Yeah. We got to go get bye. some food. We are so hungry. All right. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, all the things. You know what to do. Bye. bye. Okay, let me stop this. <laughs>